Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Hey, it's Dr. Lisa, and it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. I give a shit. I really do. Um, hey, thanks for listening to uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. It is the best radio station in the Western Hemisphere. Um, I've checked all of them. And, uh, you know, uh, everything... You know what I wanted to tell you? So, um, I have the news on it. You know, I have MSNBC in the background while I'm working, right? And I was thinking about what am I going to talk about? Uh, what am I going to mention that I care about today? And I realized when I was leaving to come here that I had a feeling of patriotism, which I haven't really experienced in a long, long time. And I think that's because uh, our legal system is working in spite of what's going on out there. And I haven't seen that uh, demonstrated so clearly before, I think. And it actually made me feel proud to be an American, which is so weird for me. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I I have a um, monster, monster couple on today. Monster, is that the right word? I don't know. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell you this. So I have, um, this is so corny, I don't know how to say this, world-renowned photographers, Spencer Tunick and Christy Bowler, they're a couple, and um Spencer and Christy, for the most part, have traveled around the world and shot large landscapes of naked people for how long? 20 years. 20 years. And um, also, uh, Spencer, you were really also um, on the front lines with the, with the city about nudity in the 90s, right? Didn't you, you had, you got arrested, right? Yeah, I was arrested uh, five times in New York uh-huh. from 94 to 1999. Right, and so you actually had something to do with changing our laws a bit, right? Yeah, the DA's uh, office used to use my work as an example on how to arrest artists using the body in public space. <laughs> See, there you go. Um one of the things, okay, so here's the thing. I, here's my counter-transference. I've known these guys for a long time, probably almost almost 20 years, fi- over 15. I don't even remember how long. And uh, um, this is so I'm, This is so weird for me because uh, these are the most, Spencer's the, clearly the most famous artist I've had on this show. <laughs> and I'm really shy about it, and I would never ask him to be on this show because I'm just too, like, self-conscious of how famous he is. I, well, <laughs> I tell my daughters that I'm not famous, so I'm telling you I'm not famous. Okay, okay. okay. I tell them I'm well-known, and so they get the picture. Okay, okay, but here's the thing. I would never ask you to be on the show because I would feel like I was exploiting my friendship for you because you're so well-known. But you offered to be on the show, and I'm just really grateful that you guys are here today. I really am, and uh, it means a lot to me personally. Well, That's we're happy all I'm going to gonna here, say, Lisa. and I love you guys so much. We're happy to be here. It's Thanks. so nice to be here. And, and can I say you're that an amazing artist. Say you brought your, your beautiful girls, and they're in the other room. 
Can yes, I say that? Yes, they don't understand why you're interviewing us. We, they don't I'm think sure. we're that important. I'm sure. Well, you know what? I just read, I'm just going to say this. Let me digress for a second. I just finished audiobooking Bruce Springsteen's biography, and uh, his daughter made so much fun of him for dancing in that video, Dancing in the Dark. Yeah. So I think kids keep you uh, keep you perspective. I don't think you need humility because I think you are both very humble people. But no, they do that's, keep you. Per, they do give you perspective. That's absolutely what's going on. So Seda is thirteen and Isla is eleven. Yeah, Isla. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isla. Isla. Mm-hmm. Is that how you spell though? I S L A. Oh, okay, okay. And um, they are adorable. They seem really different from each other, right? Are they? It's very different. Um, Isla is uh, uh, more so, uh, more introspective, I would think, and uh, a little bit has a better control of the English language, like Kristen does, uh, besides for me. And Seda um, is, maybe is a better artist as far as drawing is concerned, and um, she's great at basketball. I don't know. They're both coming into their own. Their personalities are in flux we'll see how it all yeah. plays out right I, now they're in the formation they're they're still developing and forming say this the is same. my impression of seda and we know i don't know anything or i have no formal no, training but this is my impression, impression my first impression of seda and uh full disclosure uh these this family was just so generous by coming out here um last fall to see uh a show i did and uh at um, stout projects and blah 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 so I did spend a little more time with them besides just today so uh, Seda to me seems more like a little rebellious she reminds me of the P- what is that Fox Michael Fox character and you know like where she's like kind of like got yes. trying to like get yeah, her yeah, yeah. like make up her own mind even though she's with a crazy way too liberal open minded yes. no boundary family like yes. I'm gonna have boundaries if I want to that's exactly is she like right. that it's like that's what that's what she's gonna have to do to be rebellious she's right. gonna have to be just much more in fact we were just having lunch and she was like okay I think it's time to go you don't want to be late you know she's very much like this is how things are done you don't act crazy in public. You are very, she, yeah, she's going to have. Do you have, think she's a little embarrassed of you guys sometimes? Definitely a little. <laughs> she's always totally embarrassed of us. When her, a few <laughs> years ago, she would uh, take little post-its, the sticky part, and make little rips out of the post-its and cover up uh, Kristen's nude paintings. Oh, yeah, she's and, censoring our, our art oh. in our house. But specifically <laughs> covering the nipple and co- yeah. and the private part. But at the so same very- time, she's super proud of it. I mean, it's it's weird. It's like she's totally embarrassed, but she's proud of us also. I mean, she's really proud that her dad's an artist and that's what he does. We but- go to uh, we live in uh, Rockland County, not in Nyack, but in more so to west in Suffern, and it's a very working community, and there's not too many artists and. Sometimes it feels like living in, you know, Mississippi, and uh, even though it's 40 minutes mm-hmm. outside of New York. And so um, I think it's a very, cons- they have a lot of friends who are a little bit more conservative. So we we don't really flaunt our works. I keep all my works out of the house. Uh, really? Just so uh, we don't 
confront their friends with may, you know naked mayhem. Well, also <laughs> let me tell you, folks. Spencer has this most beautiful studio right by his house, so um, it's a great place. To, I mean, I love seeing your work there. I, me- I remember it very. I mean, I remember being moved by it. Yeah. So, so there is like a good place to see the work there. But yes, yeah. I, I can it's see not how that's no work, no no naked people in the house. But it's teenagers are going to yeah. Teenagers are going to be embarrassed of their parents no matter what. Like if well, we now, were conservative yeah. and mm-hmm. and we are in some ways. Well, but we're, we're changing now. I mean, they're are eleven you? and thirteen. Oh, but that was like changing. three years ago. But yeah. so do do they invite their friends over? Are you a house that? Okay, I'm going to answer this because it's always something like you guys. I want to be the mom. With the right. house where everyone comes in and right. feels comfortable. And I right. cultivate that. I could totally see that. But um, but they are very, uh, let's say, particular about who they think is cool that can be mature enough. They say, <laughs> so-and-so is not mature enough to deal with this. But there's no art. None of Spencer's work is up. But Spencer's work isn't provocative anyway, in my mind. But in theirs, of course, in a, in a 12 or th- They just want to fit in. That's their whole thing. Right, But right. yeah, they're picky about like, oh, well, okay, this friend is mature enough to deal with my, just, my kind of my parents who are artists, whatever. Oh, so they're self-conscious about yes. having certain people yeah, over? for sure. Do they, do they ever go into the studio? You know, they would see your work, Spencer? Do you ever take not, them in? Not so much. And when I'm, I just made a work up in Norway and afterwards you know it's, it's a feeling of great accomplishment um for myself my crew the participants and i tell chrissy about it but they're not too concerned uh they're they don't care yeah they're, yeah they're so, just so, so that's, doing their thing yeah they're into themselves right now yeah 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 <laughs> so now the younger one seems i this is my impression okay yeah. for what it's worth the younger one seems a little confused in the sense that she sees, and like I said, I don't know anything, but she she sort of wants to, uh, uh, you know, go along with her older sister, who's a little rebellious. But then there's part of the artsy, crazy, wacky, boundaryless thing mm-hmm. that she sort of identifies with, and she's a little bit caught in the middle. Does yeah. that make sense? Yes, she's super quirky in her personality and really funny. And Isla has always been amazing at at talking like she i I always say she came out of the womb speaking Mm -hmm. and um she's so articulate and she can hold her own with any adult Mm -hmm. and she's very poised Mm -hmm. um but yeah and then there's a part of her now that's going to like seeing seda and how seda's always being like kind of pushing us away and yeah, she's right it's in the middle. Confusing yeah. for her. And, yeah, I mean it'll work out. It'll it's work all out great. so awkward right now. That's it's just a big awkward. Soup. Oh, it is. It must be awkward. It must be <laughs> awkward, right? Every second is just working through it and just getting to the next moment. And one moment we're all laughing as a family and it's great, and then the next moment we're fighting. Our family is so expressive and so out there. There's not nobody's holding anything back. Mm-hmm. I wish we would a little bit. But it's just a constant roller coaster. Mm. Sounds like fun. <laughs> it's great and awful. Sounds crazy. <laughs> it sounds. It, it, is there yelling? Is there yelling? Oh yeah, there's yelling and laughing, and that's great. I, I think guess it, I it think is what it is. I mean, I, trying to just do the best we can with who we are. But well, you know, I mean, as far as my uh, my my fake profession, you know, therapy. I mean, the more 
the more damaged, the better. So yeah, that's great. But you know what? They seem really happy. <laughs> they awesome. do. They seem like, I mean, to 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 be to be real about it. I mean, they're living in fairly complex environment. No, I mean, in a wonderful co- environment. In a in an environment that's going to make them be bigger thinkers. I imagine or have bigger have huge experiences but as children to integrate all that i don't know we've had it such a a very stable they've never had to move it's all been very much um it's more about you guys because there's i have to say i mean let, let me tell you folks i've been to this to these guys homes they have a beautiful home it is so fucking normal like when I yeah. go there and I'm in the kitchen, I'm like, look at all this food. The dishes match all this <laughs> stuff. I mean, it's a really normal home. And I'm, you know, so. So, yeah, they probably do have a really normal home. Yeah. When I met I met Cindy Sherman, I, we were invited to her home and uh, and she was just really normal. You know, and I was like, I want to be normal like Cindy Sherman, but my work to be quite odd. Yeah, so I, 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 you know, it's like yeah. the more odd the artist, sometimes the the more normal the back the backstory is. I know, and I always talk at least about in our circles to Spencer I, when I'm describing our life, and I'm always the one that says, "Let's take a jump, let's take a risk, let's go live in Mexico for a year." And Spencer, I always say, Spencer is so conservative, right. and I'm telling people this, and they're looking at me like with their mouth on the floor, like, "What? How is he conservative?" No, but I, it's he's got like very stable ideas of how things should be and um that makes so the girls have had that experience and um well, makes- i try to stabilize yeah. myself and then uh-huh. destabilize for maybe three weeks out of the year right and when i destabilize i totally go off like what off balance well i just do things emotionally no in, ideas uh, I ideas think. with my work and oh, i'm able to uh, sort of scream in short spurts. Oh, you mean when you go on your, when you work, when yeah. you're working, that's what you mean. Then you're really like, you're in, like, it's like you're in the moment and you're doing whatever it is, but it's in a very, um, I'm going to say disciplined and structured environment because there's no way, this is what I want you guys, I always picture my listeners like in a basement somewhere, like watching TV on unemployment. I don't know why, because that's probably, I'm just projecting myself onto them. But uh, the thing is, is that uh, what I do want you guys, you listeners to know is that in order to make work that's really I'm going to say extreme or expressive or free or anything uh, meaningful, you do have to be disciplined and have a lot of structure because if you don't, you're never fucking going to get anything done. Do you hear me? No, it's true. It's the work. It's getting up and doing the work. And even though nothing's there, you Mm -hmm. have to get up and do something. Just do one little baby step towards what you want. Yeah, well, I mean, um, I've seen seen Spencer I've seen you guys in in action I mean when you get to a situation where you have to take a photograph really quickly and because people are going to be naked you know I mean this is how it works you go to this Spencer you get they get everybody at the site in place and then they take their clothes off and then they run back into position right well I always this is how I deal with uh my my recent uh way I work as far as the in immediacy of it and creating it in a stressful environment 
I always think as if there's a New York City police officer behind <laughs> me trying to arrest me. And I have to make good work as quickly as possible to not get arrested. But how that relates to today is I'm off people and organizations and museums are often wanting me to do works in colder and colder weather. Right. And, um, and I know that people can only take so much cold. And so I, I use that, that energy of the arrest to work quickly when there's no arrest. <laughs> fascinating. That's so interesting. Um, you know, I want to, um, I want to ask you one more question about, uh, about your kids before we move on or about your family. So about this, what I want to ask you. So in your town, which is a fairly North, which is a working class, lovely town, mm-hmm. nice people, right? No bullshit. No, really nice people. Nice people. No bullshit. <clears throat> town um is are they like okay about having their kids come over are they freaked out by your work to be honest with you we don't know i have no idea we're surrounded our house is surrounded by three churches on either side of us and across the street is the police station (laughs) and so we've surrounded ourselves with sort of the opposition in a way Mm -hmm. um but we're super good friends with the police chief i mean it's really nice i mean it's not like i I once when i first moved in there were some really bad storms coming in and some some of that on the radar some of of that was a circular formation and could have been tornado so i'm the only one that called him to say can we come into the police station if we we feel there's a tornado coming closer Uh, that's nice (laughs) (laughs) This is in, in New York, 40 minutes out of the city. So she said, no problem, Spence. Come in anytime you want. Uh, tornado, no tornado. So. Well, you no, guys we are don't know. great and accepting and charming. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, but, I always but, say that. But like, you don't go to like a PTA meeting and no. have people look at you weird. Did you ever have somebody not want to come to your Like they didn't have, want your kid, their parents. The kid, this is what I'm wondering about. Yeah. Your friends, your kids' friends' parents. Uh, I always I always have the feeling that I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an outsider there. But I don't really know why. Because um, you're weird. And maybe they're, I they're, am, but I don't middle. feel weird. And I guess because, I mean, I grew up in Ohio. I came to New York. Oh, right. York. That's true. Yeah, I came to New York. Like, finally, I found where I'm supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, you're from Ohio. Yeah. But I came to New York like, well, this place is here. This is obviously where I'm supposed to live. Right. So, um, but now I'm kind of back there. I'm back in Ohio. Right. So I could see how that feels normal. And we're talking about Suffern, New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's a great town. But yes, we are. I feel like an outsider. Right. There's no arts culture there. We're the only artists really in in the entire town. And um, they're so out of it. I'm not on their Wikipedia page, but they have someone, some announcer that was uh, on there naked, naked in the news. Uh, <laughs> woman TV announcer uh, is there representative of, of nudity for the town and oh that's funny so you think you're a little under the radar there I, definitely that's nice yeah. it's like there's no in a way it's kind of like there's that's not great. really any curiosity about that about us oh, in the art world good. it's just like we're oh, you know it's not yeah. like i don't think anyone's really judging us they just don't really give a flying yeah and take. if you go to their house is <laughs> fucking wholesome man i'm telling you I, <laughs> we need some yeah. of that <laughs> but i am surrounded by the three three churches but right. recently it's a weird um, vibe. It's a in, vibe. Uh, yeah. yeah recently in uh <clears throat> voodoo up in uh <clears throat> norway a reverend posed for me oh really so, yeah so i thought what that was, was pretty point wild of view on that i asked him if he if he writes a sermon or to 
send it to me or if he, you know, if he could write his feelings about the work. And I haven't gotten that yet, but I'm going to remind him. Well, I think, you know, your work, one one of the many, like, really meaningful things about your work is that it really does separate that idea of nudity and sexuality and then nudity as inclusion and yeah nor- norm you're normalizing nudity exactly <laughs> which we need which is so it's great. putting it in a place really- where it's another place for it um but remember the rabbi um asked us to donate a work for their fundraiser for the preschool so the girls went to a jewish preschool and the rabbi wanted a work that you know they uh, they asked the community members to donate something somebody has a business so we yeah, donated right. so you know yeah, you never know. I think I, was you, we under, I think we we as a not us, but we underestimate people. Like people are cool usually. I mean, if they understand it and if you explain it to them, they get it. And it's not it's not as edgy or provocative as well. They also have the benefit of meeting you guys first and seeing that you know you're a really solid family, and you know you guys are you know really. Hot functional and normal and not scary <laughs> yeah. right so they see We're very you functional. well <laughs> as any family no is. i know we are we are yes. you pull it off i've seen it no we do we pull it off <laughs> yeah so i mean you know um so anyway back to you guys so uh did i have i told you a story about how i rem- my first impression of you as a couple no, i don't think so i think i never told you that um, okay, so this is my first impression, kids, of uh, Spencer and Christy as a couple. I had been aware of Spencer's work, and I was, you know, totally in awe and enamored with it, but I'd never met him. So this was in the 90s, I guess, and I remember being at Max Fish with my friend Margot, and uh, the two of you were sitting at a table signing uh, uh, prints for somebody for a group of people that had been in your shoot. You had a table set up and people were coming there to pick up the prints, which was payment for them posing naked at an earlier date. Do you, did you do that a lot? That was Max yeah. Fish was our the place we would pick and the owner, Uli, would always uh, open up early for us. Mm-hmm. And we'd give her a print as a thank you and also a print to all the bartenders. <laughs> As oh well. yeah. yeah, that's so nice. So, um, and it was on, I used to go there after work, so it's probably in the earlier side. But anyway, I remember sitting there and looking at you guys and thinking, "Oh wow, there's that guy Spencer Tunick. Oh, he's giving out those prints, those lucky people." And then I looked at Christy, and I said, "Oh my God, she's so beautiful, and she looks like intelligent, beautiful." And I and I just thought to myself, figures. Figures a guy like Spencer would have such a fabulous babe. That is so nice. <laughs> I have that. I have yeah. that image that's of awesome. you guys in my mind. I really, really do. And I was like, ah, that's girl. Thank figures. you. And then I remember when I met you personally, Spencer was in a Tower Records. Do you remember that? I might remember. I, that. I don't know if you would see. You made a big impression on me, of oh. course, because you were in the news and stuff like that. You know, because you were getting arrested five times. And uh, I remember being in a Tower Records and going over to you because I knew who you were and you were just looking at records or something. And that's how we met. That's how we started talking. And you were super nice. And you gave me one of your cards. And, I'm, you know, that's how we met. But anyway, so I'm bringing that up because I want to find out. I don't know if I've ever heard the story of how you two met. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so I was with my friend Matt Cohn and we were uh, walking on St. Mark Street. 
And I saw Kristen walk by. I was going back to work. I was at lunch and I was going back to work. And at the time, I would find people who I wanted who want who I wanted to pose for me in my individual portraits, right? Not my groups. By approaching people, men and women, at bars, at cafes. I mean, I wouldn't approach everyone, but if I saw someone that <laughs> that was, was before your groups, that right. was before That's you were even doing oh, you were yeah. doing individual. So I yeah. saw Kristen, and I was like, I, I, I knew what she would look like in my works, and then um, I gave her uh, my card. I forgot to ask her that it was to tell her it was nude. I told her I just wanted to photograph her. I think she was to me she was so beautiful that I completely forgot to ask her that it was nude. She never called me. <laughs> <laughs> she never called me. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to Matt and I said I just met someone that I know I could marry. And, wow. And um and I said let's play a little game. Let's see who uh we could find on the street that we could spend the rest of our lives with and we'll just say I'm married, you know, when mm-hmm. we see that person walking oh, towards hilarious. us. that's hilarious. So he found maybe one person. I I couldn't find anyone and um that lasted for around 10 minutes and then uh I had she disappeared. I I saw her a year later at a party. And then I asked her again if she wanted to pose for me and gave her my information and she never contacted me. Mm-hmm. And then a year after that, this is two years later, I saw her at another party, but this time... We were going to all the same parties. Yeah. But this <laughs> so you had friends in common, no? Yeah, I guess so. No. Yeah, I mean, we, there was overlapping. Yeah, there was well, definitely, you know, the world these, was a little smaller right. and you artsy people. No friends in common, just there happenstance. Was, I would yeah, have met her a lot sooner. Those parties that we were both going to, those pseudo parties. Right. Oh, the pseudo parties. Yeah. So with, we were going um, to those parties. Leave. What's his name? His name was Josh Harris. Josh Harris. Yes. My brother's name is Harris. That's so why. then, yeah. So, so we were going have, to those parties, uh, and we kept seeing each other there. And then I asked. I actually took her number. I so I at least I could call her, mm-hmm. and uh, of course I never heard from her. Mm-hmm. And then her, but I had a show up at the time, and I invited her to go and her boyfriend oh at the yeah time. so my boy yeah i had a boyfriend oh, of course so my boyfriend <laughs> actually took me to this show he said you have to see this work i want to mm-hmm. take you to this show mm-hmm. and um so he took me to that show and it was um it was like in a framers or something right mm-hmm. and um i went into that show and it was like um i it was like a I caught my breath. I was like, it mm-hmm. took my breath away. Mm-hmm. And it kind of challenged me and scared me. And it made me think to myself, could I ever do that? Would I ever do something like that? But I didn't know it was you, the guy who had been asking me. I was somehow that wasn't coming together for me. It was just my boyfriend showed me this work. Right. And I loved it. It was mm-hmm. this black and white. It was so, the, had so much humor and humanity mm-hmm. in it. It was Spencer's early works. Mm-hmm. It was like a fairy tale in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so we both loved it. And then, um, and then I don't know, you, you asked somehow. I, I asked her if she wanted to see more of my work. He called me from that. I had no intention number. of uh, marrying her or dating her. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just wanted to photograph her at the time. But then I started to enjoy her personality. And then I didn't get around to photographing her. We just got around to 
hanging out and doing things together somehow. So you you started out as friends, right? Then? Yeah, For, it was just friends, and you had a boyfriend, Christy. So yeah. what were you like? Oh, this is my new friend, Spencer. Well, that was ending. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is my new friend. No, that was that was <laughs> that ending, ended, and she that was ended. she was kind of seen a magician and me. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a choice. that was the choice. You're kind of like a magician. <laughs> that sounds redundant. And we're actually it was. We're Chrissy is still and we're still very friendly with her ex boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, sure. yeah he I came over that. a few nights ago. Yeah, yeah, because he was probably a great guy too. Yeah. He is right. So yeah, so that. So what were out. you thinking, Christy? Oh, what were you it was thinking? like what was, was the first guy? time when you when you met him? Were you like, this is just another guy? I mean, uh, oh, that uh, wants to take pictures of me naked. What did your family call me? Oh yeah, do you really want me to say sure. the, um, the porn king? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> oh God. Well, so, they're from yeah. Ohio, folks. Yeah, but my parents are so liberal. So. Um, well, they hadn't seen work. I mean, so they Spencer, hadn't seen work. It they hadn't this, seen work. What like, does he do? He takes Spencer, pictures of the naked people. Spencer really changed the uh, conversation. His work really changed the conversation. So they weren't really used to it. Exactly. And and what what does this guy do that you're seeing? He takes pictures of naked people. It was a joke, the porn king. But it was like you know, of course, some truth to it. Well, they have to laugh, right? Which is actually a good sign because it it does make. Spencer, you and I have this in common. We want to make people feel really uncomfortable <laughs> to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes... I mean, not, not, yeah, not pushing in a it. mean, well, you're nicer than, I don't know. No, but it is, way. it's true. It's pushing things and not having to always. Yeah. Sometimes I really do enjoy putting people on the spot, which is really hostile and passive aggressive. I don't think you're like that. So I'm going to own that, but that's okay. I'm an angry, whatever. It doesn't matter. We're not, we're not comparing here. We're not comparing. So this is about you. I got my own problems for sure. So, um, what was I going to say? So anyway, so Christy, what were you thinking? What were, what the fuck were you thinking? Well, you, thinking? you know, it was I, this guy uh, approached me on the street and, well, that's what you did kind of back then. You didn't like We didn't Tinder. have Instagram. <laughs> but no, but I wasn't looking Christy, at, for you as a date. I, I, I know. Just, yeah. Did but you know that? I mean, no you're a gorgeous mo- woman mm, and you've always well, been a gorgeous I you. mean, so you must have had a ton of guys approaching no, you. I'm really? not, no. Cause you, cause you I'm not. Because you're also not. No. Because no. you're also not a, like one of those girls that are like there to make guys feel good about themselves. The new, Maybe. The new body know. today is so prevalent. Uh, it, through social media and uh, you know and the internet that uh to find someone to pose back then if you oh, weren't yeah. part of any sort of art student league mailing list uh that you would get in the mail or there was just no place to find people to be nude in your art now oh. it's you know every everyone is but you I, I mean the truth is we all know that you had a lot to do with that i i i mean it's true it's true art history will art read an art history book it's going to be saying that i mean if it doesn't say it now we'll well it's point. in our uh, visual vernacular right now the naked body in public yeah and also even in mass uh but uh people forget that uh even though it's legal in new york state to be nude in art if you get a permit um, and some would argue if you don't get a permit in every, almost every other state, you could be arrested. Um, and it's a violent crime in some states. Violent and it's, crime. uh, uh, that's what was one of the charges against me, um, creating a violent act, uh, that was against me 
That was mm-hmm. one of my charges. But it's a, it's a, uh, the body is sort of an explosion out outside of uh, New York, mm-hmm. New York State. Yes, so, and that's yes. what I'm. That's what I'm kind of. You know, everyone thinks they're in this wonderful open bubble when it comes to the body and art in New York, and uh, because of Instagram, you feel like the world is free, but actually. Um, the body in art, naked, without clothing, is uh, under attack. Uh-huh. I believe it. I believe it. No, people are really freaked out by nudity, um, having been naked. Uh, yeah, right. I've done a few yeah, things. Yeah, you've done well, it. I've you posted with you, but in 1996. I, I, I know. That was 1996. Uh, but also in her own I posted work. the image uh, I know. I saw, on I Instagram. I posted it on my uh, okay. Facebook page. Great. So I want to get this on-air read now because if i don't tom who runs the station the station director will yell at me and i'll be embarrassed i'm supposed to see him on sunday at our meeting go for it okay so uh, there's two things i want to tell you about one thing is i want you first of all thank you for listening to dr lisa gives a shit i'm here with spencer tunic and Kristen baller and we're talking about uh spencer's work uh Anyway, so let me tell you about, um, first of all, you've got to help us out because we're trying to get on a panel at South by Southwest. So go to our RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, S by SXSW, and vote for us, okay? It doesn't cost anything. We're not asking you for a lot. We do a lot for you. Help us out, okay? And then the other thing is I'm really proud of this. But our host of Ben Talks, he's a really popular host. He's doing a live show, okay? And that's um, on September 10th, my brother's birthday. Uh, maybe we'll mention my brother there. It starts at 9, and it's at Pine Box Rock Shop at 12 Grattan Street, which is right around here. He's going to do kind of a live version of his own show, which is super popular and fun and uh it's free it's free it's fucking free so bring a date bring a tinder date because it won't cost you anything and then it'll be really rowdy so if you just want to leave and you can't stand the person you're with you can just bail out so um anyway i just want to finish this topic so christy just tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit about what it was like meeting spencer a little bit and your ideas about dating him in the beginning okay Okay, did you remember him from year to year like he remembered you yes and I always use this word. He was earnest. Mm. And mm. so, and Spencer, as I got to know him, you know, he was always somebody who, it was unusual that whatever he said, he actually did. Ah, reliable guy. There we go to that conservative, normal guy. Again. And I had been with someone who was so all over the place and never where he was supposed to be ever, not even one time. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, wow, this is, this is, what it's like to be normal oh that's great what's not normally who i would be pulled towards right or attracted did you guys get when you started going out what did things happen pretty quickly because no no nothing happens quickly for me it takes me so long to figure somebody out so what happened we just started spending time together and um spencer kept asking me to do stuff and then i said well i'm not sure if this guy wants to see me naked or if he wants to date me (laughs) so (laughs) maybe i'll just but he was so nice and he kept inviting me to really cool things yeah like you invited me to the diane arbus play that was at the public theater wow wow super cool wow and um i don't know it was like demolition derby yeah upstate new york yeah like the orange county fair yeah. and 
Just oh, fun, wow. weird, quirky stuff that I wow. love. But it was always it was always great because it was during the day and I had been living this kind of like well, I was working a normal nine to five job, but the people I was surrounding myself with were musicians, so they were up all night. Right, right, right. And I was like, wow, this guy he's awake during the day normal guy that's so cool stable but <laughs> I, so I have, cool. but i would get up at hundreds of sunrises yeah to he make got up a little work. too early so i i would make my work in new york really at, oh right right yeah rise. right i yeah. remember that because so I was even there. though i was off kill i was normal i was a little bit off kilter as far as like, definitely it was well, like getting up early but he was like i want to be odd he was a worker <laughs> he was like a person who was working hard to be an artist right, right. not just talking about deal. being an artist right but like I could see so much ambition in him and passion, mm-hmm. and I I was just amazed. Like this is a person that's taking it very seriously. Right, 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 right. And another thing I want to tell you guys uh, that I particularly have always respected so much about Spencer um, is that he's not like he's not full of shit. In that, like he really just did the work and made it up himself, and he didn't uh, get like the MFA and do the whole. He hasn't, he has, mm-hmm. he's really on his own path, not on any kind of prescribed, stupid, sorry, I'm cynical about the stupid artist career path. And yeah, he I does. really, well, I did really apply. respect that about, or <laughs> I, it's, uh, I, I did apply, what? but I'm I decided not... not to go. Uh, I had already done a year at the International Center of Photography, and my instructor was Robert Blake, and history of photography was Sam Samore shows with team and so I, I kind of like and i was just hanging out with so many artists and i was in i was in the soup you know what i mean i was in yeah, the mix right and so i was like i know i know what i want you know i know the artists that i love rebecca horn robert smithson yayo kasama carly schneeman i'm like i know exactly what i want you know i knew mm-hmm. that going to school with the, i would have mm-hmm. been connecting to a lot of other artists my own age that would have elevated me even possibly past the state I am now, yeah, and hel- it would have helped me out. Co- co- but, and teachers, and all. yeah, but you went on your own path. I, I also know. love, um, and this is true. I mean, the way I remember it, you've been influenced a lot by your dad, right? Didn't you? I don't think a lot of people know about you, and I find this personally like fascinating, and it's so like uh, so normal and working like normal working class people. Like your father took pictures in the Catskills, right? Right. It was. I, I was I more not so much his personality, just more access to uh, cameras and equipment. So he right. was a he was a photographer in the Catskill Mountains, um, and he owned photography concessions, where the concession was made up of selling hotel guests these little keychain plastic yeah. viewers. We have one of my parents, right? And. So he had a bunch of college students and people working for him in different hotels and they would stand as the guests would go into the nightclub or into dinner and then overnight they would process the slide film and sell it to all the guests in the morning. And so as they would go in for their breakfast, all these little keychain viewers would be on sale and that was my summer job for my whole, you know, high school and college right, existence. Right. But I love how you learn photography from using it with people in a practical, applied manner, not in some kind of right. crazy, wild way. Like you really oh, I developed was, on your, yeah. you really, like you don't have all that crap around your work. It's just very real. And, I had thousands I appreciate of, that. I had thousands of uh, 
you know, Jews coming towards me. I'm, I'm Jewish, all hungry, waiting to eat their dinner. And I had to stop a thousand people and take their photographs. And that was my job. And so imagine stopping a thousand individual people. And sometimes I was the only one photographing as a thousand people would come at me. And I would actually photograph a thousand group, you know, a thousand people. maybe. In, not individual, but small families, okay. big families. Yeah, and I would yeah. not let anyone pass. Me. So, like eight hundred pictures of a thousand people, it's or insanity. something like that, was, which which makes so mach- much sense. So, I just <laughs> love that influence on your work, and you, and maybe right. I don't even know if you can see it anymore, but I I can. It's the yeah, I was like, only if I could get all these juice together. <laughs> it's the boy felt in your blood. Yeah. So so um anyway uh um so I wanted to uh, so I I want you guys to know so this is like this is another corny bullshit thing not bullshit it's real but so this is my perception of you guys over the years so uh and then uh my 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 perception of your relationship in general is um or or uh, you two as a couple okay so i ha- i don't know how to well so spencer is i'm telling you guys i'm not talking to them Spencer is so madly, madly in love with Christy. And you can just, uh, is it, you can just tell, like you can just fucking tell. He can't, it's, uh, it's so apparent and it's rare that this is my perception. It is rare that I have seen that in a couple where it seems so alive through so many years is that is that true well, is there truth in that am it's i right more about one that? way it's more one way my way towards her but <laughs> her perception and love for me chrissy likes me she loves that she likes me well i think i think that you're you're just like somebody who has uh just that in you to put that out there i don't think everybody does i think that mm-hmm. you know what i mean i yeah. think it's obviously that Christy true. loves I love you, you dearly but and deeply, but she's just not. She's just your butt yeah. or butt. Let me as tell in, you something. I've got like, something else to when say. you guys are together as a couple, I'm sure it's like Christy managing, like making the small talk and making everything. You're the big like. <laughs> she's like the articulate one. <laughs> No, you're very articulate. You're very no, articulate. I, I didn't mean that. You talk know what about I mean. Chris. Let's talk about That's Kristen. That's so true. <laughs> so I met. I was in Kinko's, um, creating my invitations for my large scale works. My first two by um, taking an eight by ten and then handwriting. Please show up at the United Nations naked at this time on this summer, and that was my invitation. And she was a wonderful graphic designer and yes. started designing my. Uh, invitations for pe- for me to hand out on the streets to get people nude, uh, and and she she changed my whole presence and they were beautiful. Uh, they were because you had a nice girl. Well, you of had, course, but so I had a beautiful look- offset printed limited edition flyers that were oh, because she kind made of the very flyers. conceptual. They like, looked like I remember them very well, and I remember yeah, like you know, like a ransom note before I designed them. They were just like <laughs> scrawled and then like. 
you know, like no, I handwriting before. I, I remember, I remember how, I remember asking you about that, Spencer, now that you're bringing it up, because I remember you saying that Christy designed them. They were yeah. beautiful. And then we decided to uh, jump in a van and travel to every state in the United States together and do a nude in every state. And Kristen did a watercolor in every state. And that was a collaboration. Wow. wow. And that was in 97. And that was another thing he said, that we're going to go do this trip. And I'm like, really? Okay. And then it happened. That so, went, and, and that went well. Yeah. And then uh, I had and a there's really... an amazing documentary about it. I love, love, love this documentary. Do, do, it's called Naked States, and uh-huh. it's actually and it won the best uh, documentary film at AFI Film Festival. And it was actually an independent documentary that was acquired by HBO. Everyone oh, thinks it's, oh, okay. Everyone thinks yeah, it's an HBO documentary, no, but, but they was, made it on their own. Yeah. I felt that documentary uh really expressed what it was like for you guys to work together do you do you feel that way about it yeah i mean i'm always like like it captured it well at that time i was kind of like i don't want i don't want to be on screen and this is your thing and i was trying to find my own way of being in the world and not just like the sidekick right Right. you know and that's that's i know i love that about it so you don't come off as like a, like a girl trying to help. Yeah, I'm always like, go ahead, say what you want to say. Yeah, and right. Now we're doing I'm a lot. Tired. I don't need to be right. on camera. Go away. Right. And yeah. now we're doing a lot more um, collaborations. Chrissy mm-hmm. started painting four, four or five years ago, and now she's suddenly become this blossoming film uh, painter. Absolutely. And so we're doing uh, shows where she'll paint an image of a woman's head or a multiple of women's heads, and I'll put them on people's bodies so it'll be a photograph of her painting yes. with people holding her painting and we did a work at um the republican national convention together and so we right now we're doing a lot of uh in protest not yeah, yeah i want to you know what uh, honestly i want as I want, the resistance i want to talk about this project everything she says means everything but i really want to talk about it so i'm waiting this is what i'm doing guys i'm waiting but we only have 15 minutes left, so I'm going to, like, give you... I'm going to, like, end the show, do my homework, what I have to do here, the station ID, <laughs> and then I want to just talk about that, and then we'll run it till okay. it runs out, okay? Cool. So the next five minutes are just... We're, we're going to talk about that in, 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 in detail, in, in a lot more detail, but you guys have traveled so extensively together, right? Have you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we raised money by pre-selling prints, before Kickstarter, uh, by to uh, family members and young collectors, and we funded our works by our traveling by uh, by saying when we come back we'll show you what we've made and we'll print a bigger one for you. And mm-hmm. so we pre-sold our works, and that's how mm-hmm. we did our journey around the United States to every state and also to every continent later, which our project was called New to Drift, and then we went to every. All, every continent and 30 countries. And that was our next traveling project. And we haven't done a traveling project again. And then we tried to think, well, how many counties are there in New York? We'll just stay in yes. New York. But, you, do you feel like you've seen the world? Definitely. We've been you, to, do you, we've been I mean, everywhere. Do you have a sense of the world? I mean, not everywhere, but you know, you we've know, been, but you really feel lucky. like you have a sense of the world, right? Yes. Cause yes. you've really gone places and interacted with people in a very, uh, I mean, that was another thing I wanted to point out that I think is really important for people to know that the process of the work is so is almost how, how is it more important as important as a product or 
it was a, a shoestring budget. Our travels, you know, we would mm-hmm. it, when we were in the van, we would sleep behind churches and on in front of coffee shops, and then use the showers mm-hmm. in the co- excuse me, use the the bathrooms in the coffee shops to wash in the morning. I mean, we were really low budget, mm. and then uh, staying in hostels on our and people's places on our trip around the world so we're not going in luxury no 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 but, obviously um, yeah it was tough but the process you're saying is the process part of it um, well well the process to me you know seems so so like what you guys the experience that you have making the work it involves large groups of people all over the world i mean is so how does that like what is that more meaning i mean i don't even know how to ask the question well sometimes a museum will put out a book of the stories of the participants or sometimes i i more extensively document the the pre-organization and now um with uh social media the hashtag giving the uh, work a hashtag enables people that participate to post photographs about their anticipation visually and right. also with words, right. but also an aftermath of that. Right. So the process now because of social media is becoming more prevalent in my work. If you go to... Um, Wait, let me just, because we're so short on time. I just yeah. want, the question I really want to know is to you personally, like the experience mm-hmm. that you, the life, ex- the lives that you've lived of all the traveling and being around people um, I'm just saying from your point of view as people making the work. So that experience of actually making the work has to be, I'm just, there's two ways, there's two things you're doing. You're making the work and then you have this amazing product. So I picture that the actual experience of making the work is even bigger or more, more, I mean, it sounds more exciting even than the actual product in well, a way. I'll or, say that, we have this opportunity doing what we do and Spencer by himself doing it. And when I'm with him mm-hmm. of coming into a person's life or a person coming into our lives on this really vulnerable, intimate way mm-hmm. that's non-sexual, but right. like they are just so opened up in that right. moment by doing this thing that they would not normally do. Right. And in that moment, um, we're opened up too. And so there's this very meaningful exchange and it's right. unique. Right. And, um, there's people that we remember from so long ago, but we'll never, we never talk to them again, mm-hmm. but we, we connected them, connected with them on such a deep level mm-hmm. from that experience. And it was, mm-hmm. exhil- you're doing something like bungee jumping, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. running out in the middle of your town mm-hmm. naked, mm-hmm. your adrenaline is going and you're like so alive. Mm-hmm. And we've experienced that with like well, Spencer, with thousands and thousands and thousands of people all, all over the world. Does it change a lot from locate, you know, from uh, country to country, or is there a commonality being with people that way? Well, the people that come out to pose are, you know, eighty-three-year-old hipsters to uh, young conservative, semi-conservative doctors to mm-hmm. social workers. It's just this unbelievable people amount of people that aren't nudists and they're not uh mm-hmm. they're really uh, into contemporary art and they're into into participating in it which is a very rare thing mm-hmm. in this art world that we're both in is to be a participant mm-hmm. um and um the, the the process of course is very democratic and then mm-hmm. when i exhibit the works democracy ends and um and but i still have that same passion 
yeah. for the the action of making it and all the stories mm-hmm. as I do uh, as I do for the individual photographs mm-hmm. afterwards. I mm-hmm. really am crazy about the final yeah, product. Yeah, I mean and that's the, the yeah. print and the object is mm-hmm. fascinating to me and to mm-hmm. see that to know that all these objects and that all these people also own and to think where they're placing these artworks mm-hmm. that I give them for posing, but also the bigger works that I print and how they change a space and how they create conversations, whether it's in a gallery or museum or, or someone's home. That's always fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That, that helps me really understand that. Um, so I'm going to do um, the last station ID and thank you for listening to radio. This is my homework, Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, and, um, you know, so uh, download, download our app, download We have a phone app so you can get it on your phone, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash Android slash iPhone. How's that? I th- did I do all the homework right? I think so. And I also, before we forget, um, I want to make sure that you guys know that you can go to spencertunic.com or kristenbowler.com. All the information is on my Facebook page, and I'll be reposting it again. So now let's get to... So, folks, Spencer um, has so many projects, and there's this one project that we want to reflect on um, called... Everything she says means everything, which was a nude, um, which was done at the Republican National Convention uh, in Cleveland in 2016, and it has really stuck with these guys. So I want to talk to them about it. So can can we let, let's talk about it? Okay. Well, it was kind of when all this stuff was happening. When. The Republican National Convention. The beginning, but when Trump was getting, like, it was, stuff stuff, stuff was happening. And it no was, one thought he was going to win right, then, right? But it was getting me very nervous, and everyone. And I kept seeing uh, Trump signs popping up here and there, and I would be losing sleep. And I woke up one morning, and I said, we have to do something. I mean, we're artists. We, we have a voice. This is what we do. I don't know what else we're going to do, because... The only thing we can do is the, what we have is to make art. Uh, unbeknownst to her, I was uh, planning uh, this with people. Uh, uh, I was planning a uh, action at the Republican National Convention uh, before, uh-huh. um, right when it was announced that it uh-huh. was in Cleveland, and mm-hmm. before Trump, uh, we even knew Trump would win. We didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah, of course. And I wanted. It was more about uh, uh, sort of a pushback against the Republicans' uh, rhetoric on uh, women and um, their rights. And uh, also, and then that turned into, when Trump was uh, the nominee and Pence, that turned into sort of a rally against them. And also mm-hmm. it became about women's rights and also about um, different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then Kristen and I decided to create the the website and the identity, which is uh, the website SpencerTunicCleveland.com. And there we have documentation and a short four-minute video mm-hmm. documentary. And we, we, we were actually out there protesting before everyone was protesting. Mm-hmm. In fact, I thought of a way how to get closer than any of the protesters mm. in Cleveland to the convention wow. center. Uh, they were keeping the protesters two and a half miles away. Wow. And I figured out a way, uh, sort of a st- secret strategy, 
um, with a punk rock uh, film uh, location scout in Cleveland. Wow, really? He used to run the Brilliant. punk rock uh, film festival, and now he's doing uh, managing uh, film sets for Fast and Furious uh, films. Oh, and wow. so he he's like the Cleveland uh, film location guy. And I needed that person in order to infiltrate close to the Mm -hmm. uh, convention center. So we found some property right underneath the convention center across the river that no one thought that anyone would be using um, because the river is really thin. (laughs) So you really like... We were there. The news agency saw these amazing hundred women shining, reflecting these... Mm -hmm. uh, large mirrors against Over the convention their faces. center. So they were naked with all the mirrors sort of in where their heads would be, but they were really big mirrors, right. round they, mirrors. They were also above their heads and below mm-hmm. their heads, but really kind of shining this light against the convention center. And then I documented some works, and um, actually 1,800 women signed up for the location mm-hmm. for the for the project, but only... Um, we we only had, had 100 uh, mirrors. Yeah, which I raised the money for, like I did wow. my old school works, where I sold some prints in order mm-hmm. to raise money. So to you could buy. only have a hundred, but but there was yeah. a real enthusiasm, right? The uh, we um, the FBI showed mm-hmm. up, the Coast Guard strike force, uh, mm-hmm. um, the police, and they were all uh, let us do the work, didn't arrest us. One one of the things that I really love, if you go to the website, I'm rushing here. And it's obvious, but um, uh, one of the things I love about the website is that um, you really have some beautiful quotes from all the women. You really highlight the women as individuals and like what was in their mind. And the video, which is also posted on my Facebook page, um, really talks about you really get the feeling of why people are why these women are there. And each one is really individual and each one is really poignant and important and moving and you you know what you were talking about earlier the, your experience of being with those people kind of you get a taste of that when you go to the website so i'm gonna say that we have a minute and a half left and i just wanted to make sure that i could get like a few words from you guys about how that project's relevant now or how you feel looking back on it now because the times have changed so much um, um, when I look at the video now, I see everyone's concerned about the same issues and that now everyone's protesting. And we were out there, you know, in the beginning protesting and we feel real good about it. We feel really good that we were out there, not first, but just uh, out there in a big way, uh, you know, against uh, this Republican ideology and against Trump and Pence. Well, you know, I also took a quote from something Christy said on the video, and I'm, I'm looking for where I wrote it down, but it was something like, um, here it is, drop, you drop, you guys, this is what it says, you guys, we dropped a pebble in the water and it will make ripples. Yeah, that's and how so I feel. And so you felt like yeah. you got something and you started, you put it out there and now it's really, really grown. Yeah, giving, giving all those women a voice, like mm-hmm. you said. Thank We're you just waiting that. for the date of the next... Uh, the next conventions, you know, should we do a work at the Democratic convention or the Republican convention yeah. to reinforce the spirit yeah. of the Democrats? Keep going, keep doing it. Or to it. rally against the Republicans? Ah, ah, that's a good one. I don't know. Maybe you guys can uh, write in on that, okay? At Dr. Lisa Levy SP. And stay tuned. Because-